You are listening to the Wild Soul Podcast, a podcast for the wild ones. Join me, your host, Queen Namaste, as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path. From wild, inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between. Because really, who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum? happy hump day welcome back to another episode of the wild soul podcast with your host queen namaste what's going on guys i'm super psyched pumped up if it's your first time hey what's up you've come to the right place this place is dope (laughs) get in the tribe we have fun here and if it's not your first time what up what up? So today I have my good friend Lacey Lee Elliott on here. She's actually been on my podcast before, but we kind of left you with a little cliffhanger because if you remember that episode, she bought a trailer, said fuck it pretty much, and went away to Mexico. So I thought I'd give you guys an update on one of my best friends. She's back in Canada now, and we were just shooting the shit a little bit. So today's episode is going to be really quick in and out. And um, the next few weeks here, I've got lots of people lined up for interviews and it's going to be lit sauce. So get ready. Not saying that Lacey is not lit sauce because she is. I love her so much and she's got a lot of good golden nuggets in here. And I can't wait for you guys to hear her story about her viral YouTube video. You guys got to check it out. So here we go, guys. We'll get right into this episode. we go Lacey in the house Woohoo! <laughs> yeah girl <laughs> so um for those of uh, you who don't know um Lacey Lee Elliot is <laughs> one of my really great friends and she was actually the second interview I did on this podcast and we were talking about how she was going away to Mexico in her RV because she got a brain tumor and said, fuck it, <laughs> and <laughs> sold everything, bought an RV, and went down to Mexico. And now she is back, so I thought I'd give a little update if anyone was wondering where the hell that crazy lady went. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> Shannon, I love that that is how you describe my life. She got a brain tumor and decided to say, fuck it. Yeah. that's really like that is in a nutshell (laughs) what happened (laughs) I love it and I um I love it because not only was I your second guest but I feel like I'm your first guest that's back for the second time oh yeah right and I know I I will not be I know I won't be the last that's for sure so thanks for having me back of course I'm gonna I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm not happy to be back. Oh no. I am really not. I know that I left. I think I said on your podcast, I don't remember if it was yours, but that I was really kind of just wanting to get away and I got away and now I'm really, I don't know why I came back here. (laughs) Yeah. Mexico or Canada. I mean, well, Canada does have its nice parts, but I'm sure Mexico waking up on a beach every day was lovely. Tell me about that experience, would you? Tell me from like... Well, yeah. And I think, you know, I left because I needed to get away. And I, you know, you kind of summed up my story very quickly, but I feel that a piece of that to add is I had a, gotten 
out of an abusive relationship and I had the brain tumor, which turned out to be not cancer and I'm healthy and like, yeah, I, I don't know that I realized it at the time, but I left and I was angry and I was really like, can I swear on your podcast? I was like, fuck the world. And I really just wanted to get away. I, I didn't want help. I didn't want company. I just, you know, I wanted to be alone. And I think did a lot of soul searching. And it's interesting because I've really learned the difference between being like feeling lonely and then the idea of solitude. And I really wanted to just enjoy solitude. I wanted to be able to experience being on my own and enjoying that. And I realized that loneliness is like bad feeling and we feel like something is missing. And then solitude is that time when we enjoy being alone. And I just, I wasn't getting that here home with where I was in life. So um drove my RV down to Mexico and I met a couple of friends in Vegas and Quartzsite and Tucson. I connected with this incredible, incredible community of RVers. And it was really amazing because just so many different people in their RVs. And I think what was interesting is there were so many people that were retired and this was their life dream to travel North America in their RV. And I met a lot of people who unfortunately were living in their vans or their campers or whatever, because they had no other choice, you know, whether it was the economy or, you know, failed relationships or whatever it was, they, they didn't have another option. And then there was the group that I think I fit into that was really lifestyle because we didn't want to fit in the box of what, society told us we needed to be, you know, whether it's just being on the road and being a free spirit, which is, I think where I fell more into, or so many people wanting to minimalize and have more stuff and do more things. So it was really cool. The different types of people that I met that are like living this lifestyle and, and, and being free really. So spent, I was actually in Mexico, I think for six weeks, I was gone for almost three months total and it was amazing. I I'm trying to think of a, a more, a more intense word than amazing, but it was fucking amazing. I woke up every morning to the beach and the sunrise and I took my dog on the beach. I started running which I think Shannon knows I hate running. <laughs> so doing it on the beach in Mexico was somewhat enjoyable. But um, now I'm home, like now I'm back in Canada, Shannon, and I've been dealing with anxiety and stress and just seeing how the world that we live in is so, I don't know, it's just so not a place that is making me happy. And I don't think it's making a lot of other people happy. Like, no wonder there's so much stress and anxiety because this, this world is so different. Mexico was so laid back. And I was staying at a place called um, Presamigos that was just south of Mazatlan. And 
we had somebody come with fresh vegetables and fruit on the back of his truck every day. No pesticides, no chemicals, just fresh veggies every day. You know, I mean, how freaking great is that? That's Coming so back cool. here and going to superstore and fighting fighting people for the best looking apple on the top of the pile that's not bruised. Just it, it I feel like I've opened up my eyes to something more. Wow. So when you said that you're back now and you've like have anxiety, did you have anxiety in Mexico at all? No, not at all. And I think that's been really interesting because I really thought I had anxiety before I left and I really thought it was from my tumor. And I was feeling so much better when the tumor came out and I was like mentally and emotionally just felt better. And I remember saying like, my anxiety's gone. The tumor's gone. I didn't have any anxiety in Mexico. And it's really come back being here because we have stress here. I mean, we have traffic. We have long lineups. We have angry people. I mean, just today I meet people were honking their horns and swearing and yelling at each other. It's just not a, I don't know. It's not a good place to be for me. And I I don't think that it's a good place for a lot of people, but they've just accepted it. And that's been my whole journey. And what I'm trying to do by telling my story is to inspire other people and motivate other people to kind of get out of that box of what society is telling us we need to be and we should be when most of us are really not happy. And that's it. Like this anxiety, I feel like it makes sense. Like I didn't, I didn't have to worry about lineups or traffic or anything for months. It was beautiful and peaceful. And I feel so much more like we were meant the way people were meant to live. Yeah. Without the system, you know, the system wants us to stay small, do the same old routine, just like follow the rules. And like, you yeah, both- exactly. <laughs> you got it. And- right. And that's just, it's true. And I, I think I shared this with you before, but my biggest struggle with trying to find myself or figure out what I want to do is trying to separate what everybody else thinks I should be and I and that sounds very small but if you think about it we were told we needed to go to school and then you graduate and you get a job and you meet someone and you get married and you have kids and you raise the kids and then the kids go to school and they follow the same path and you go you get retired and like, that's what we were all supposed to do. And there was really never an option. So when I started trying to figure out what made me happy and who I was and really what I wanted to do, I mean, you can't turn on a TV without people being married and having kids and working jobs. And you can't, I mean, even in Mexico, it's, you know, you see these couples holding hands with their kids and weddings going on and it being my age and not married without kids, I have these moments sometimes where I think, is there something wrong with me? But then I realized that it's not what I wanted. It was just 
kind of what society expected of us to do. It was never, we were never told that's what we had to do, but that's what everybody did. So we just accepted it and did it. Yep. And a lot of people are miserable because of it. They just drill it in. Like, yeah, I actually, that's funny that you say that because I kind of feel the same way because (laughs) I don't even want to say it, but my 10 year high school reunion is this year. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that came so quick. And I'm just like, oh shit. Like, yeah you know, like, I don't have, like, quote, unquote, the, like, typical career that, like, I thought I would have, and, like, I thought it would be all these things when I was, like, graduating, and then, like, you know, you know, your 10-year high school reunion, you think you're going to be somewhere, and then you're not, but it's just, like, who am I there, who am I wanting to impress, really, I don't care at the end of the day, but society has, like, programmed me to, like, think about that in the back of my head, because this has been ingrained in us. A hundred percent and it's every it's everywhere we go you can't turn on a tv or walk through the grocery store or open a magazine without seeing this life that we're supposed to want and I I'm starting to realize that a lot of us don't want that life but it's scary to do something else like it's scary and I think that's you know, the whole, I love the idea of acting in spite of fear. And what I realize is that we are comfortable with things that we know. So if everybody around us is doing this, it's comfortable. It's what we know. And why would we do anything scary? Mm-hmm. But scary keeps things interesting. It keeps life fun. It keeps things on edge. And I think a lot of people are just afraid. And again, you know, I talk about people having so much anxiety and I think so many people are stuck in relationships where they're not happy. They're in jobs they don't enjoy. They're living a life that really they don't want to be living, but don't know what else to do because they've never been, they've never been allowed to do other things. But I think that's it. Like we don't know that we can be or do anything else. And I think that's slowly starting to come into play. Like people are becoming YouTubers and podcasters and people are making money playing with Lego, you know, like it's, the world is shifting and it's, I think it's really exciting. Like really exciting. It's a cool time to be alive for sure. For sure. Like, I mean, it's, it's just, it, it blows my mind. And I think that it's going to be a shift because people are going to realize that they don't have to go to a job full time anymore. They don't have to live that crappy life anymore. They can go and do something else. And I, I'm excited to see where that's going to go in the next 10 years. Some people might like their crappy jobs, so we shouldn't offend people, but fuck. If they're listening to this podcast, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, but you know what? I think there are a lot of people out there that love their jobs, and that's not the people that I'm talking to. I think there are a lot more people that don't like their jobs, really. You know, they're doing it because it pays the bills, or they're doing it because they it's you know they have to do it, or whatever it, it looks like, and it's it doesn't have to be that way. No. You know? I want to I want to ask you that question cuz you were talking about people building Lego 
for a living and um, making YouTube videos and stuff, you just made your first check off YouTube. And Yay! I want you to talk about um, how that came to be in your experience and what happened in your video that went viral. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, tell them. Of course, this horrible video. Um, so I've been on YouTube for 10 years and never, ever did I think that would be a way to make money at all. I just really loved sharing stuff. And when I started to see the last few years that people are actually making money, like YouTube, being a YouTuber is an actual profession now. Yeah, that's great. I was, it is crazy. Can you, like someone out of high school now says to their parents, I'd like to be a YouTuber. It's crazy. Yeah. So back in, after I had my brain tumor, I decided to start putting some actual effort into my YouTube channel and trying to streamline it a little bit because I was just posting car videos and workout videos and a day at the beach video. There was really no rhyme or reason or theme. So I was rebranding with the idea of the all points road trip because part of my background is automotive. And I wanted to talk about road trips, specific road trips in cars, but also like metaphorical road trips of you know, the bumps in the road that we all experience and the forks in the road that we come to in our life. And I started putting out a video every week. Um, I think, I think I started that back in August or September. And I mean, if anyone's familiar with YouTube or is trying to get on YouTube, it's, it's not an easy thing, but I was really loving the process. And I think that's what matters. So I've been doing my best to post honest videos mm. and real emotion. And I'm laughing because I had a video go viral that is, it's almost embarrassing because of all the videos on my channel. This is not the <laughs> video that I want people to know me for. Oh my God, you got to tell them <laughs> the title so they can all watch it. <laughs> um, you know, well, and I was going to say, have you seen it? Yeah, Did you watch it? Of course, before, yeah, before it went viral, I was like, whoa. Right? Yeah. Well, and I, it's called, I'm not, it's just called, I'm not loving the RV life. And I am crying in it. And people are literally like, <laughs> suck it up, princess. And part, it's, I, it's funny because a video that I put up before that there was a explosion in my black water tank. And so mm -hmm. I basically had poopy water for those of you that don't know about RVs. Um, black water is the shit water. And luckily it was just, I don't know, remnants of the shit water. Cause I hadn't emptied <laughs> it properly, but I had the water go all over my shoes and my hands that I didn't have gloves on. And so the video that went viral, I just, I, it had been a rough time because I bought this RV and was so gung-ho, like, I'm going to love living in this RV and it's going to be awesome. And it, it's not really what I expected. <laughs> and um, so, which is, I think it's, it's been good because the people that I've really connected with have been a lot of people in my same situation. They, they're like, I've wanted to buy an RV and travel the world. And thank you for being real and showing your experiences. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to tell my story and have people feel inspired that even though 
we cry. And even though we have breakdowns and even though shit literally happens in life that, you know, you get back up the next day and you keep moving forward and it might not work. And I'm back in Vancouver and I'm still kind of on the fence about RVing. I know, I know I have to give it some more time to really adjust to it. But what I also know is I can change my mind. Like anything in life, I can change my mind. I can change it today or in six weeks or in six years. I don't like, we get to change our minds in this life. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. You, you're literally not the person you were freaking yesterday. And that's what's awesome. And like, no, it doesn't matter. So what and I'm, Yep. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, I was going to ask you. And like, that's the thing, like you're going, you've got your 10 year high school reunion and nobody, (laughs) nobody at that reunion is going to be the same as they were 10 years ago. Yeah. No one. That's true. Um, yeah, it's kind of, you know what? I don't want it to be like depressing because it's not depressing because I know there's some people that were in our class and aren't there, you know? So it's like, I made it 10 year reunion. I'm still alive. So I'm going to think positively about it. Any day above day is a good day. Any day above day? Any, oh, any day above ground is a good day. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, you do what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is, what's next girl? What's, what's the plan? What are, are you doing? Um, well, this is my plan. And I want to say this to you that I know you shared, I think actually your last podcast, I don't remember what it was, but you shared your experience at Tony Robbins. And I was watching your story, literally like your Instagram stories. It's so funny, but I was watching your experience and your stories and you and I reconnected a couple days ago and you really reminded me that I, I think, was it a Tony Robbins quote, something about successful people make decisions quickly. Oh yeah. (laughs) Right. And this is the thing. I used to be that person that just kind of jumped in with two feet and then figured out how to swim. And I've been weighing the pros and cons and looking at the good and the bad and trying to come up with what to do next in my life based on, I don't know, like logic. Mm -hmm. And from talking to you the last couple of days and like I said, watching your journey and being reminded of that, I'm like, fuck this. I've got to follow my heart and stop overthinking stuff because that's also what's giving me anxiety. So my RV was not the right RV. I, um, a lot of things about it, but after spending like six months in it, I realized it's not the place I want to call home. So I'm looking at getting another travel trailer and it is beautiful and has bright windows and it feels like a place I could call home. So my intention is to trade my old rig in for this new rig and park my ass somewhere in greater Vancouver and continue with my YouTubing and my blogging and continue to tell my story and inspire people and just keep on that road. And it's funny you ask like, what's next? I really was so caught up in what was going to happen in five years and 10 years and 20 years and all of that. And I've really had to connect with lately, like just be in the present and just, this is really good. And I have a lot to be thankful for right now. Mm -hmm. And so in my head, 
I would love to be in Mexico again next winter. So I'm going to figure out how I can make an income, you know, whether it's through YouTube or selling some programs or I say jokingly designing t-shirts. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But what I know is I need to figure out something that I can do so I can sustain living in Mexico for six months out of the year. And yeah, that's, that's going to be kind of what I'm working on is how I can spend six months out of the year in Mexico and then come home and travel with my, my RV and see Canada. Yeah. Canada, Canada is so cool too. I forget about how awesome Canada is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to take my travel trailer and go from mile zero on the West coast to mile zero on the East coast and document and share and connect with people seeing our country because our Canada is so beautiful. We have so many amazing things here. And so I could do that in the summer when the weather's nice and then head south for the winter, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, That's awesome, Lacey. I'm honestly, I know you aren't happy to be back, but I'm happy you're back so I can hang out with you more. Yeah. Well, and next time I go, next time I go to Mexico, you're going to come visit me. Yes, I will. Yeah. No, and I, I feel bad. You know what, Shannon? I don't think that it's that I'm unhappy to be back. I think what I realized to say it better is I was happier in Mexico. I was happier not being here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I feel like saying unhappy to be back sounds so negative, but I think the reality of it is like, it's okay here. It's good. It's fine. But Mexico was awesome and amazing and great for my, my spirit and my body and my mind and my heart. Yeah. You know? Well, I wish I know, knew, but I've only ever woken up in Mexico like seven days in a row, not like three months in a row. So. Well, I think you're going to be having, I don't know if your listeners know this yet, but you are going to be going to Bali yeah. pretty soon. And I think, I think you are going to feel something shift in your heart and your soul when you're there. I really am confident in that. I can't wait for you to go and share your experiences while you're there. I can't your wait. listeners are going to love it. You're going to come, right? Yeah, meet me there, yo. Yeah, I'm thinking of coming down for your birthday. Yes, my birthday. Yeah. Make it happen. I don't want to celebrate alone. I mean, I'll be be friendless. Well, I'm sure I'll make friends over there, but. I know you will. You're going to make friends. You're going to have an amazing time. And you're going to have, you've learned so much. You're going to have so many stories to tell. And. Like, I just, I'm so proud of you. I'm inspired by you and I'm super proud of you. I love when your new episodes pop up and I listen to your beautiful voice and your amazing guests. And I, like, I'm completely honored really with all my heart to have chatted with you again today. So like, thank you for asking me. Yeah, of course. Thank you for being my guess, it just so happens that I've got a good lineup of people actually coming on thanks to you, Lacey, and your networking skills. So, right? Yeah, I'm super excited. It just didn't work out this week. So it worked out that I could have you again and get your update. It is. And I, you know what, I have some really cool people in my life. And I'm like really excited for you to interview some of them because when Shannon and I were looking through our network of friends, it was such a cool reminder of exactly that I have some pretty cool funky awesome people in my life and you're one of those people 
Yeah. <laughs> um, it was so good chatting with you. I know you need to go. It's late. Um, also, if people haven't already, they should definitely subscribe to your YouTube channel. Cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Lacey, it's Lacey Lee Elliott. Lacey Lee Elliott. Cool. Yeah. Watch that video. Give it a thumbs up and leave a nice comment. Yes, only nice comments. <laughs> so many comments on it. Like, how many views did that thing get? Like, so many. I haven't checked it actually. I feel like you might even know better than I would. You know what? Let me check this shit right now. I want to say. I feel like was there thirty-eight thousand views on that stupid video? Was uh, it that much? Oh my god, Lacey! There's ninety-seven thousand. <laughs> seen you cry holy Holy shit all right well that's 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 a good thing right people are watching that's (laughs) hilarious and it's making you money that is oh my god cool yeah thanks yeah i'm so excited to see your journey and yeah people will follow you on youtube and yeah thanks for coming out thanks for all the love and all the support i really appreciate it you should be my bestie oh you're welcome Love you, girlfriend. Love you. I love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode, guys. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or if you know someone who is a wild soul and you want them on here, please feel free to email me at shannonpetersfitness at gmail.com or you can reach me on my Instagram, queen.namaste or the wild soul podcast, Instagram at the wild soul podcast. Keep being awesome. See you next week.